Kia ora and welcome to the Run Adjacent Podcast. My name is Hayden Bell. Just quickly before we get this show underway, I want to shout out to the team at Trek Trail and Fish. Without their backing, there is no Run Adjacent Podcast, so go visit them at 4 Wakeland Street or online at trektrailandfish.co.nz and buy something like Killian Jornet's normal shoes. They're the latest and greatest in trail shoes to hit the market. If you listen to our previous episode, The Run Adjacent Rundown, you'd know that co-host Mel and I were excited for the Auckland Marathon last weekend. We had an awesome time, so I thought we'd break it all down because my girl Mallory ended up the third lady on the podium with an awesome time of 2 hours 53 and 33 seconds. <laughs> in Whangarei, we're in a really good place at the moment with quite a few fast runners. So joining the show today, we have Fahd Hussain, who ran 253.13, and Sota Kamiya, who ran 259.08. Welcome along. Let's get it going. Thanks, Hayden. Um, I'm pretty excited for today's episode because I have been around, I've only been in Fongaray since February, but I've been running around Fongaray seeing these boys, Fard and Soda, smashing it on the crit track. So it's kind of exciting to put it all together, I think, um, because all three of us had been training for Auckland Marathon and um, I'm pretty stoked to have them on and just chat with them. So, Soda, you are originally from Auckland. What brought you up to Whangarei? Yeah, sweet. So, um, yeah, thanks for thanks for having us on the show, guys. Um, so I'm, yeah, from West Auckland initially, um, Japanese-born, um, but, yeah, studied in Auckland, got a job up here, and it's not necessarily by choice, um, but mm. retrospectively, <laughs> I think it's a great place to be. Community is amazing. Running scene's great. Um, so, yeah, I've been working up here for the last two years. Cool. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, thank you, Hayden. Thank you, Mel, for having us on the pod. I'm definitely another, like, definitely been in the city, been in Auckland most of my life. And I've always wanted to do rural health mm. at one point in my life. And I think when the opportunity came for Whangarei, I kind of was like, okay, sweet. Here's, here's that. Mm-hmm. So I decided to hop on. Um, it's definitely anything but rural, but it's definitely a, a, a taste of it, I guess. Hmm. It's also because I was here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, so, Sona yeah. being here was a bit of a bonus. Too. Yeah, good yeah. Inf- he's a good influence on you, man. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, for sure. Um, so how long you boys been running for? Um, so I've been kind of running on and off since high school. Did a little bit of orienteering here and there. Wasn't much good at it. Like, wasn't good at the very orienteering tearing side of things um but <laughs> running side i was okay at and then i kind of properly picked it up um holding a half marathon in 2019 mm. um so yeah about four years now okay yeah no so it has definitely been a lot more than me but i started i think my first event was in 2020 the auckland half marathon oh. was my first um race and i think that's when i kind of started running so yeah so three years what events have you guys done together we've done quite a few actually yeah i think we did kind of west coaster which is out in bethel's beach um Mm -hmm. did that as like a relay did a half marathon event event, and then probably auckland marathon in 2021 so the 2020 auckland i did the half and i think you did the full um, and then last year there was two Auckland marathons because of the COVID, because of COVID it was delayed. Weird. So we had one in Jan and one in October. Ah, yeah. you're very yeah. familiar with the course then. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Done, it, yeah. done it multiple times. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, what, what else have we done? We've done um, one of the exterior events before us. Toys Challenge and where was that? Fakatane. Fakatane. And I guess the big one's probably Tarawera this Tarawera. year, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's probably when we started properly training and getting yeah. amongst the Whangarei running scene and then yeah. we decided we'd give Sub 3 a crack at Auckland this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's when we kind of properly buckled in and started training. Yeah. That's awesome. So what was your, so for the Auckland Marathon, what was your guys training like coming into it like how how much mileage would you do on a, on a weekly basis and that kind of stuff yeah so i think we both had a relatively good base probably building up from tarawera so we'd kind of been running quite consistently since probably about november december last year but i think we kind of properly started the training block about 16 weeks out mm. um and then slowly built up the mileage probably starting from about 40 or 50 k's a week and then i kind of built that up to about 100 k's a week um and then that was about four or five weeks out yeah so it's probably about a 16 week focused training block yeah i think when we started really like doing the speed workouts and when we'd meet up for tuesday like track sessions that's kind of when we started really building up the mileage which was since may that's when it went from around 40 k's a week for me mm-hmm. um, up to roughly 70 k's a week that mm-hmm. I was doing for 16 weeks. Oh. Yeah, so last 16 weeks were 70 k's. And then before that, it was kind of just like passively running from Tarawera. So mm. that was like 40 k's a week. Yeah. I think that's when you guys popped up on my on my Strava radar when uh, we started <laughs> doing these crit track sessions and I started to like, oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. And then I look at you, I open up your, your, your runs and look at your case splits and I go, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mel. Well, yeah, I, when I ran with you guys on the crit track and kind of asking what your goal was yeah. and both of you saying it was a sub three and you started to tell me some of your workouts and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, you guys are ready to smash it. Like, you've <laughs> got it in the tank. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, remember that exact day because yeah. um, we were we were like mid-workout and uh-huh. this, like, woman just joins us on a, on a oh, bike. Yeah. And we're like, who is this woman? Just like, you know, just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just chatting away. And then, and then you're like, oh, yeah, like, I've I've read 255. And we're like, we're oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not just in, like a... Just a girl on a bike, <laughs> <laughs> creeping. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, no, that was that was a cool way to bump into you. I yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> Did either of you have any in- injuries at all during your marathon cycle? I've always had like a ankle injury that's kind of just been there like since the start, but I think I don't know. I think I've just outgrown it or something. It's mm. it's kind of gone now, not as bothersome. Yeah, I think I had some like kind of ITB issues mm-hmm. last year, and I had to sit out the Auckland Marathon last year and watched Fard smash it, and I was like, oh, this is just built up a fire in me that i did not know existed Um, but now we had that and that was fine but i think probably about six or seven weeks out i had some issues with my right hip Mm -hmm. um not sure what it was not going to try diagnose it (laughs) (laughs) um but i think it was probably just some kind of over over training 
maybe yeah. a little bit too much speed work too quickly um and then just dialed it way back for like two weeks where i just did kind of half the mileage so about 40 40 k's a week mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then just like foam rolled the hell out of it yeah and swam and cycled and things like that and it kind of just fixed itself and the week after that i was feeling like a million bucks so yeah oh, that's must good. have done something eh? it really sat you down that injury though eh? yeah yeah. Yeah, injuries can be such a setback. I definitely I mean that's what happened to me. Like I initially had plans to run Sydney Marathon pretty hard mm-hmm. and then ended up rolling my ankle. Yeah. And that was why I was on the bike. <laughs> oh, yeah, um yeah. was because I was injured and yeah. I had hoped to be at that point kicking away like 140 Ks a week and mm. was not able to do that at all. Yeah. So it just yeah, it's a bummer. But it, you have to be smart about it and I think probably you were because you ran the marathon and you ran it like pretty yeah. dang perfect Hopefully. so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. i mean i think it's it's definitely just kind of part of part of the like whole process really isn't it it's mm-hmm. just like dealing with niggles and trying to figure out what to do with it and it it does give you a lot of time to focus on other components you know like mm-hmm. sleep recovery diet and yeah. you realize that when you're not running so much you actually have a lot of time to focus on other things and yeah. i think it was quite good from that sense to just have two weeks of just nice easy recovery really so coming uh, into the into race week how are you boys feeling are you, are you jumping out of your skin or are um, you yeah i mean like for me i I've, this is the first time i've ever done a taper mm. yeah so like, how was your taper I mean, the taper, like, it got to the point where I was like, okay, like, I, d- I decided that I was going to do a two-week taper. Because mm-hmm. I'd done, like, a few long runs um, since that time, and I knew that, you know, give it, like, five days-ish, and my body's kind of recovered. So I knew that, like, I should be fine for a less of a taper than a usual three-week taper. So I was like, sweet, yeah, nah, like, two weeks, that's a good time. I'm going to start the taper. But that's kind of as much as it went to because I was like, I don't know what, what to do after that. <laughs> oh, you didn't know what to do with your no, taper? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, I just oh, thought, boy. okay, 30% less mileage. Okay, sweet. So less What about a, intensity? Yeah. I mean, like, we definitely stopped doing, we didn't do the, like, speed workouts on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of intensity, I did do a long run um, on one of the weekends, but instead of doing like four sets of 5Ks at marathon pace, I would do less. I think I mm-hmm. did like um, two lots of 5Ks. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. 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 Okay. But apart from that, it was just kind of freestyling it really. Yeah. Just going by feel. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I really enjoyed my tapering week. Say, hey? like mm-hmm. I, I probably finished my big long run about three weeks out. And then the moment I was done with that, I was like, yo, sweet. Like turn the corner, bought down my mileage, to probably about 60, 60 Ks, 50 mm. Ks mm-hmm. a week, and then just brought down the intensity by quite significantly, stopped doing my big, like, usual Tuesday interval sessions, and then just kind of bulked it out with some really easy zone two workouts, like kind of 8 Ks around the block. But, yeah, it's it's a, I think it's a lot of kind of restless energy, really, isn't it? it Especially is. in that last week, you're kind, mm. of, kind of just itching to go and, you know, the legs are ready, you're mentally ready, you know, everything's packed and you just want to get to the start line and go. So I think that was probably the hardest part was just holding yourself back and saying that it's okay to just ease back a little bit and just, you know, let that yeah. be as part of the process. <laughs> yeah. I, 
<laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm not, I feel like you're not going to lose fitness. Like, I, I think the worst part about yeah. tapering is yeah. you just question everything and you feel like you're losing fitness. Um, and you just have to trust that, like, the hay's in the barn, you've done all the work, and you've done everything that you possibly can. And really, the worst thing to do is screw up a taper. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But it's a antsy energy. Yeah. It and is. you kind of have to trust that, don't you, right? Like, there's that whole thing about... It takes two weeks to lose fitness. I don't know whether that's fact-checked or not. But yeah, like you said, it's like everything you do in that last two weeks is probably not actually that beneficial. Not productive. No. Not productive. Yeah. 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 So Mallory, you were also in the same race, so same question to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you talking about Ks per week? Taper. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah, actually, yeah. How many Ks a week were you doing? Um, I really only got to build up to about six weeks of solid training. And I, I think I would say like five weeks of that was in the 130 to 140 Ks a week. Um, and I feel really good when I can fit in to me, it's that 90 miles per week. That's like mm. money. Um, and I can find if I do that a couple weeks, then I just like see my fitness go pretty quickly of like oh yeah now we're getting there yeah so um because it sucks like your legs are heavy and you're just tired all the time and you're doing doubles but mm-hmm. um if you can do that much on the legs and then also actually run the paces like within the training then it's like okay i know that money's in the bank mm-hmm. um so yeah i was i mean it, i look at my training i'm like well it was good but i only got like really six eight weeks, eight, six weeks Only. out of it. So I would, yes. I would have loved to have like a good buildup. Um, yeah. But I'm stoked with um, like during taper, I just thought like there's obviously I'm not going to gain any fitness. And so there's no reason to go ham on any of my workouts. And so taper, I just bounced around a lot and yeah. felt like super hoppy and ready, ready to roll. Like I was like ready to just run the marathon and see what I could do. So yeah, nice. yeah that was it for taper. Um, the day of the race... Farden Soda, tell me a little bit about like, what did you think about the weather? And then even in the, like, what were you, yeah, tell me about the weather. What do you think about the weather? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the the forecast was really not looking too great. I think it was like a nice, (laughs) cool day, but it was like a classic day in Auckland. Like, you know, just windy, yuck, probably going to rain. And I think the wind was going to be a tailwind from 30Ks to 40 two mm-hmm. bringing it home but pretty much a headwind going from 20 to 30 which yeah is usually the part i kind of struggle the most yeah mm-hmm. and so, a pretty mean headwind like on the waterfront was expected yeah yeah, yeah. it's like 45 k's or something mm-hmm. quite silly um so yeah i think my plan was i think we were initially thinking we'd play a conservative first mm-hmm. half mm-hmm. and then try speed up the second half and try finish it off strong but I think seeing that wind, I was I was a bit like, oh, I might just stick with the pace group, use them as wind protection until the 30Ks and then butt off from there. So, yeah, I mean, like the day before the marathon, that's kind of when the, you know, articles and stuff came out on the Herald and it was like, yeah. just screaming like cyclones. Yeah. Like potential I'm not used cyclones. to that word. <laughs> 50, 50K an hour yeah. winds. Yeah. 120 like, kilometers gusts. Yeah. <laughs> I Bridge may be closed. My, yeah. my, my friend, You're going to be crawling. My friend messaged me. He's like, the wind's 26 knots. I was like, wow. I don't, I don't even know what knots means, man. Yeah, like, Mel might know what that means. Yeah. 
Um, but then they mentioned like, you know, possible like course changes and all of that. But I think came the day, it was absolutely amazing. Like, I think the weather was perfect. I thought last year's marathon, the weather was perfect because it was raining. Didn't feel hot. Didn't feel like I overheated at any point during the marathon. And that was same with this marathon as well. I never felt like I overheated. And it was also nice running at that time of the day as well. Yeah. The wind was definitely something that we were talking about the day before. Um, using the pace group as kind of like a, a sort of meat shield for the wind, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. But came the day and I think I was kind of at the front of the pack most of the race. Oh. Um, when, you when were I the did, meat shield. Yeah, yeah. I, I ended oh. up the meat shield. Yeah. <laughs> you were that for me too. I, like, I was the meat shield. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, there were points where I would feel the wind, but it felt like 20 k's an hour, I think. I don't actually know what the actual wind was, but, you know, I would cut back with the pace group and then I just decided this isn't really doing much, mainly yeah. because I was at the front. I wasn't really getting guarded, but hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think the cool thing about marathon training is like you train in all types of weather. Yeah. And we absolutely. had trained in shit weather. Like yeah. there was a, a couple, most of my long run hard workouts were in terrible weather yeah. of like dumping buckets and wind. And I remember running those workouts and thinking like, at least I'm running in this. And if marathon day, it's like this, I've trained in it and I know I can do it, you know? Mm. And then like, that was basically my mentality when I saw cyclone and i was like yeah been there done that give me a cyclone yeah, yeah. come on bring it on yeah 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 sorry sorry to interrupt but okay. you you your the the rain over here is different to the rain oh, in america don't get me started. <laughs> can you can you just like quickly elaborate on what you mean by the rain yeah. is different. True. Okay, Americans, listen to me now. So, <laughs> I mean, I live I grew up in the states and it's like when I would go out for a run, if it was going to rain, it would be like a little sprinkle, like you'd call it like being spit on around here. And the thing is like if there was rain in the forecast, there was rain and we knew that. And it was a reliable forecast. Mm-hmm. Here in New Zealand, I don't ever know. It doesn't even matter what I wear. It really doesn't. <laughs> I just go out the front door now and I accept that like it could be sunny and hot, but then a few seconds later, windy and dumping rain and then maybe some hail and like, and then all of a sudden it's sunny again and I'm sweating and I'm hot and then it's windy again. So yeah, that's what I mean. Like we're on an <laughs> island and I, I've never experienced such extreme weather. It's really created a resilient being right here. <laughs> it's a different type of training. I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember there was that one workout we did on the crit check where it was just like, it was that mix of like rain and hail, just like plummeting down terrible and it, and it like properly just hurts it you hurts. know like you're running through it and it uh-huh. hurts you and you're like this uh, like i'm i'm in pain from running yes. 40ks <laughs> but like you're yeah. getting hit by this hail hurts me more and you're running like what like four flat pace or whatever you know like it was yeah. like we were hustling or you yeah. Ha- I remember, yeah i was like gosh this is terrible yeah so um what do you guys do for nutrition like breakfast the morning of your race um i mean i I had a plan of waking up a bit early and I thought I would have like like four bagels was the plan. Four? Yeah. Wow. Like that's what I originally planned out. Where, where did that inspiration come from? <laughs> I know you guys love your bagels. Yeah. I know you guys love your bagels. <laughs> um, but no, no, it was a, it was actually from a friend. He showed me the bagels. Um, oh but I woke up and I think I had one. And my mm-hmm. mom woke up at the same time to just, you know, come and like see what I was having. And she was like, 
you've only had one. I was like, no, that's, that's, kind that's of, enough. That's enough for me. <laughs> like, that's all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> what time was that? I think that was at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four okay. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I carb loaded the hell out of myself the day before. So I had lots of rice and potatoes and mm-hmm. things. And then morning of, I had bagels. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. It's like, easy. Well, but one bit, ba- well, only one bagel um, yeah. with a bit of jam and nice. some coffee for some caffeine and mm-hmm. um, things. And that was probably at around 4 30. Um, but yeah, I try to keep it light just cause mm-hmm. I, I get bloated and things. Mm. Yeah. I think I beat you guys. I had a half of a stale bagel. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. And at Was one point, Dwayne offered to blow dry the bagel for me <laughs> to heat it up. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, no. I'm happy with this stale bagel. <laughs> Um, that was what I had this mor- that morning. It was a half. Yeah. I only had a half a bagel. bagel. Yeah. What were you planning? I wanted to eat the whole bagel, but oh, I just couldn't. <laughs> kind of with your situation of four bagels, yeah. you went to one. I was like, I'll yeah. eat one. And then I only made it to half. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 This show um, needs a bagel sponsor. We do. Yeah. We do. We, well, Fongaday just needs like a, we need to figure out Everything a bagel, bagel. sponsor. Yeah. 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 How did you guys find... You're familiar with the Auckland Marathon, and so was it pretty mm-hmm. easy knowing where to go for the start line and, like, yeah. maybe just briefly tell me about, like, how you felt on the start line and only because I ran into you, so I was really excited <laughs> yeah. to see you guys. <laughs> it's very hype. Um, yeah, so I, I guess, you know, I've, we've done it two, three times before, so we're very familiar with the course and where it starts and all that kind of stuff. It was my first time actually catching the ferry over in the morning, which is actually mm-hmm. quite a cool yes. experience. Uh-huh. Um it was. I think it was a bit uneasy coming over, you know, the harbour and so much wind gusting mm-hmm. through, and you're like, "Oh, is this really a good day?" But um, yeah, ferry was a cool experience, and um, got there like half an hour early. Mm-hmm. Got a nice, good warm up in. Met up with Fard, lined up at the start line, and yeah, we saw Mel on the mm-hmm. elite side of the <laughs> <Yeah>. on the <laughs> ribbon, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, okay. do we dare say hi to her?" You know? No. <laughs> Funny, okay, so funny story about that because I was wearing um, like a one piece before, like a onesie pajama giraffe outfit uh, with ears and everything. And I I wanted to keep it chill. And so like when I took the ferry ride over, I just like had my hoodie on and I was in like zen chill mm-hmm. mode. And I and then, you know, we get to the start and it's pretty windy too. And I kept thinking like, oh, this is, this is it. This is going to be a rough day. And I was trying to find where to get in the corral for the elite because I was like, oh, I've got the bib. I might as well do it. And I see this woman run by and she's got the elite bib. And so I walk up to her in my (laughs) giraffe pajama outfit on and I like tap her on the shoulder. And I was like, you're elite. I'm elite. Where do I go? And she literally (laughs) looks me up and down and then turns around and walks away. (laughs) It doesn't tell me where to go. And I was like, oh, I don't, no one could take me seriously right now. I see. But I ended up jumping the fence and like being on that side. And then I took the one piece off and knew that I had to look a little more serious. So. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Real, real. I should have just worn the giraffe suit the whole time. It would have been so much better. Did you? Did you beat her? 
No, she won. She was the oh. winner. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. Why. She probably, that's why. I think she just meant business that morning, yeah. which to she me, I was like, I'm just here for a show, like to be goofy, yeah. and you're here yeah. all business girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're on the same podium, so you know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she got like five grand, so. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit about like how the course was for you guys. And Fard, you mentioned that you had to be. You were in the front, and mm-hmm. so you weren't really tucking behind anyone. Yeah. Um, like, maybe if you could chunk in even just that first half right before the Harbor Bridge, how that was for you. Yeah, I mean, so so we originally planned to meet up and run with the three-hour pace group. Because of all the weather warning, we thought running with the pace group all throughout um, Tamaki Drive before the turnaround would be the best bit. We were running with the pace group all the way up to the bridge, but I found that the pace group was running a lot faster than what I'd expected. I didn't realize that they were grade adjusted. The pace was all grade adjusted, obviously. So it's so because the elevation was a bit higher at the start, they're running a bit slower. Um, in the flats, they were doing four or nines with a three sub three being four fifteen that they're running average. So I was a bit confused with the pace that was going on. But then came the bridge, and then the pace group slowed right back down. I think what I heard was they were doing a 4.45 or 4.50 pace. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Which they is slowed. quite uneasy to like Ooh. run with when you're, I guess, yeah. aiming for yeah. a 4.15 average. And I was like, oh, you know, like I've done Raumanga Heights enough times to know that I could <laughs> probably continue on like a bit faster than mm-hmm. 4.45. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I decided to kind of butt off from the group. And that's when I split split from them and kind of did my own thing yeah yeah i think that first half was actually like it was quite sporadic and kind of a bit all over the place Mm -hmm. i think Mm. we ended up with a bit of a i think like a minute or a minute and a half buffer by the time we got to the halfway point but yeah there was a mix of like 425s 430s and then on the bridge we were doing like 440s and that Mm. kind of just messed with the rhythm a little bit Mm -hmm. and i saw fard take off like at the bridge so that was kind of around i think 18 or 19 k mark mm-hmm. and i was like oh i could try stick <laughs> with that um but I, I don't know i just decided to play it safe and just stick with the group mm-hmm. and use the use the group's energy um which i think i was probably quite glad i stuck with because i probably would have mm. blown up if i had stuck with fard but yeah i think i think in the end the ov- overall averaged pretty close to 4.15 on the dot. Wow. Um, and, yeah, I kind of ended up sticking with the pace group all the way to pretty much all the way to the finish, actually, because I was pretty much just on the cusp of three yeah. hours. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, the paces were actually all really good and, like, they were all super supportive of me, actually, towards the end. And, like, I was having some calf issues and they are like, nah, like, take it slow, you've got time, get some fluids in. And like just really hyping me up, which is quite a cool thing to be involved yeah. with. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I think I I think I probably made the right decision by yeah. not yeah. gunning the far yeah. <laughs> as, as tempting as it was. Yeah, yeah I think because um, I feel like for me the first half too, it's you feel so good after the taper, obviously, yeah. mm. and so like the girls went off immediately and were probably doing like three fifties and. 
Mm. I was like, oh, this that feels good and easy, but I know that that's not my race plan. Like, I need to stick to my plan, which was at the time like probably 409s, but I think I ended up averaging like closer to 405s. Um, I can't remember because of conversions. I only know miles, yeah, miles. but so I apologize, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was probably good on you, Soda, because you knew like you just can't go out too hot, especially the first half. And I think because it's a... Like it's a rolly course, and so you also don't really want to be too hyper fixated on your pace, yeah, and just yeah. like let it be whatever it's going to be, um, and know that like the last half, I mean, I kept thinking the last half was just going to be windblown, and so mm-hmm. I was tucking behind a lot of people. Like I pretty much didn't lead at all. I kept just tucking behind groups because I was so afraid that there would be these huge gusts and it would just take the energy out of me. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I didn't end up being that bad. But maybe it's because I kept tucking behind people. I'm such a <laughs> cheater. Know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your boys' um, hydration and gel plan? Did you uh, or also did you did you maybe have like a support crew out there? Um, I mean, my um, gel plan was literally every thirty-five minutes on the dot. Um, whether I felt like it or not, I was just like, okay, I'll have a gel. Um, at this point which I think paid off like hugely mm-hmm. um, didn't feel like you know low on sugar or didn't feel a bonk coming in at any point which was which is really good that's the, that was the same mine was exactly the same yeah, every 35, 35 minutes. minutes yeah and yeah. it was like even when I didn't want to take it I did it anyways yeah but I got nauseous after the second one and was pretty much nauseous the entire race oh did you so Ooh. yeah I've never had that before yeah carry on yeah i mean so that was that was probably like quite like planned out um and like on time and on 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 plan but the hydration side of things that was more like by feel Mm. um i did the drop bottles which is thank god i think anyone that's going for a proper time needs to do drop bottles um well like it was hilarious to hear that like so there was one of the cup one of the um aid stations you know they were handing out the electrolytes and and water I grabbed the electrolytes thinking that that was water and poured it over myself. <laughs> and I was just like, it was just like full on. Like, I remember Ew. like, just, just being just like, oh, sticky. shit. Like, yeah, it was, it was sticky. Ugh. I told Soda that, but then he ended up, you know, doing it way worse with the Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Got all my like white singlet and everything. And it was just. Oh, no, you didn't. And, yeah. yeah. With yeah, the was, Coke. Yeah. But it was, it was clear. I mean, but I mean, your your brain is not clear at that point, right? Like, you're, it's oh fried. <laughs> yeah. Okay, to comment on the cups, because I've ran in races where they're always paper cups. Mm. And so you can just, t- you close fold it. it, you yeah. fold oh, yeah. it, yeah. and it creates like a perfect seal. Yeah, like a sippy. Yeah, and it's yeah. always worked for me perfectly. And so I didn't actually plan to really use the bottle drops, but I had them anyways. And thank God I did, because it was a mess. With the pinching method didn't no, work. Yeah. Like, it just spilt everywhere. So I don't know if Auckland Marathon is listening, but please use paper, paper cups, cups next time. Yeah. <laughs> Think about the environment too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank You're you. in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, we uh, I didn't have a support crew, but we did have one of our mates come in. Um, Sensei's the art shout out. Um, he pulled up on his bike and Tamaki, <laughs> and you know he's. I was just kind of. I was just on my own buzz at that point and he just kind of spawned out onto my left and he was just like, fun. Like, you know, <laughs> any electrolytes? Do you want a salt tab? Like, do you need any water? And I was like, 
Like, no, I'm good. I'm yeah. good, bro. I'm good. Thank <laughs> you. I'm lazy hard. Like, good to see you. But it's like, this guy knows what. You know, yeah. people want it this, at this he time of the race. Well. No, he knows well. He knows. He's, he's Who is little, this guy? He's, he's Sensei Ziad. Yeah, Ziad Rahman. Yeah, yeah he yeah. knows. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's definitely the more organized person in the group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but I gave my drop bottle to him and he ended up taking that on the bike, which was pretty helpful. Yeah. Um, but no, all I remember screaming out was like, where's Sota? <laughs> he's like, 500 meters behind you, bro. <laughs> and I was like, okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I apart from Max, I didn't have really have a support crew either. Um, my my girlfriend dropped me off at the start line, bless her, at like mm. bloody four thirty in the morning or something like that. Oh, Went straight back to sleep, which is very fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nutrition wise, I had drop bottles probably about every twelve k's. Mm. Got a little bit confused as to which aid stations I dropped them off at, ah. so that was that was kind of like mentally Shoot. like, oh, is it the next one? Is it the next one after? But I think it was about every twelve k's, um, and then had a kind of gel with a little bit of caffeine in it every forty minutes, okay. pretty much on the dot, um, and those were going down all good. Mm. Um, I'm yeah, like I say, really glad had the had the bottles to just pick up, run with, mm. and drink. I have I have to come clean on the podcast on my oh. on my last um, drop bottle at the thirty six k mark. <laughs> so I had these I had off. these blue ribbons on my um, like mini pump bottle, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. and then I had it like obviously set up. I knew which one I was going for, and then I ran past it, saw someone some like a blue pump bottle with a um, blue ribbon on it, and I was like, "Sweet, that's mine." ran like 50 meters and then had a look at it and I was like, oh, this is, this is not mine. (laughs) This is definitely not mine. And I was like, I I can't go back now. (laughs) So I, I, I had to drink it. (laughs) I just really hope that someone that who's ever bottled that was has picked up my bottle. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And you know, we've we've mutually, you know, benefited. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of guilt to run with for the last six Ks. Um, so I've come clean at least. (laughs) Clean conscious after exactly. that. <laughs> Bottle drops are pretty sweet. Yeah, they are. yeah. I can't believe I questioned that. Yeah. yeah, mine had pinwheels on them, and so I could see them like way from, up. Yeah, oh, yeah. and so That's I was like, good. see it from far, and then just snag it and break it in half and yeah. chuck yeah. it on the immediately. That's a good, that's a and cool. I saw people having like balloon, like mini balloons on mm. their yeah. bottles as well, um, which I guess is probably a good idea, but you'd get in the way of actually drinking it. Yeah, as, I, think <laughs> I would be annoyed with the balloon i don't know it would drive me nuts yeah what do you guys think about like after the bridge and then kind of headed out to the waterfront and then on the way back how was mindset how were the legs you had a calf cramp yeah i had calf cramps on both sides i think oh no yeah it was probably i was probably just a little bit dehydrated i think retrospectively um but yeah i kind of just ran through it and it actually ended up being okay so yeah it's like mentally it was only four Ks, which is less than a park run to go. So huh. <laughs> some yeah. runner maths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, no, I think coming back it got a little bit tough as it started to get warm. Um, yeah. But at that point I was kinda of just like just keen to get it home, Send get it. it over and done with and just watch the watch the all blacks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't think I really had a point where I was like felt really bad um, or felt like I was like about to bonk or blow up or anything like that. Mm. I think past the bridge, I you know vibes were on, like my body felt good, legs felt good, so I just kind of ran at a. It was very much by feel, mm. um, pace, and I don't think I felt delirium until I met up with Mal. <laughs> I saw I saw Dwayne at um, Mission Bay and he was like he's like oh yo so far and I was like where's Mal he's like not that far go catch her yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. okay sweet and then I caught up to Mal and I don't know I ran I, I ran faster than what I was running before that I don't know about you it was so funny I could hear you from behind me yeah. like and I could just feel your energy like it was like we had turned around and that I really liked the Auckland Marathon course for this because I had turned around and I just started seeing like one Whangarei runner after yes. the next like yeah. I, it was like you hype. and then because I saw Pat I saw Soda Karis it was like the whole crew um, and so I knew that people were coming, but I figured it was you because I could hear <laughs> in the, and I think I heard you yelling at me from like behind, <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> I was like, that's far. He's yeah. coming for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we probably had, do you think it was 8K to go or how, how much time? I was think that? it was at, was it at the turnaround, like maybe like another 1K. I think it was like around 9Ks. Yeah. Yeah. 9Ks. Yeah. It was really solid because by the time Fard cut up to me, we both, there were several times where our strides were just like perfectly yeah. in sync. Yeah. And what that, were our splits then? Because I don't, I know was, them in miles. So when we first um, saw each other, it was four, four minute Ks. Uh-huh. Um, and then it dropped to a 350. Yeah. We were, so we're doing 350s so for the last good. like, yeah, six Ks. Yeah. Running with Mel was an experience in itself. Eh? That was like, that was like part two of the run. Like when I saw <laughs> no, <laughs> Because. Like- not only was I running with it, but she was also like running with a female, uh-huh. and then like the crowd would see like a female, like you know, in in that position, and they were just like they were just going wild. They were like, yeah. oh, hello. <laughs> I was just stealing the energy. No, um, they loved you for it. Yeah. yeah, it was true. Like I, I think that's why I love the turnaround so much was because people were saying like you're fourth female, yeah. and and they were like third's not far ahead, and um, and a lot of them were just cheering us on, yeah. and so it felt, and I think because we both looked pretty dang strong like mm, yeah. we were hustling i remember you were like okay i think i see the third female mm-hmm. and as soon as i heard that there was something that kind of switched in me i was just like okay like we need to get this <laughs> like let's <laughs> let's go we're gonna yeah. take that and we did it was um it was pretty sweet like we saw her from i think it was one of the corners yeah and then we started to once you see them and we only had a couple k to go yeah um and i remember looking at my watch and thinking like I don't know. I'm going to just go for it. And if I blow up, I blow up. But yeah. when we passed her, I think we just kind of like flew. Yeah, we yeah flew it past. was like making a statement and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. So yeah. it was pretty sweet. I was no, that in was, shock. That was awesome. Like, yeah. It was nice. It was it was really nice being able to run with someone. Um, yeah. And then I think the last 1K or 1.5K mm-hmm. went for a sprint. Mm-hmm. I like, just was like, go. Really dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were hustling. Yeah. We were, yeah. I kept saying in my head, today's a good day for a PB. And that was like all I was thinking about. Because I kind of give up. I gave up the thought of like, I'm not going to be on the podium. The girl's are already way far ahead of me. And then when Fard caught me, I still didn't really think it until the people started cheering us on. Yeah. And it wasn't until probably the last like 8K that I thought, 
cool. Like we're, I think we're actually gonna podium here. This could be pretty sweet and PB. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a really. It, the energy was so good. It was on. I think, it was yeah, on. like that was really yeah. what it was. It was amazing energy, and it hurt. I was in so much pain, <laughs> yeah, like, misery. I I don't know how. No, I was chilling. I was chilling until I saw you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And as soon as I saw was... Mel, and we picked up the pace, like that was like proper like pain, pain cave. cave, pain cave, pain, yeah, pain cave. cave, deep in the pain cave. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when I finished and I saw you guys, you guys both looked pretty comfy at the finish line. You know, uh, like <laughs> you guys uh, looked like you'd been there for a while, and you know. <laughs> well, we were just so excited. I think it was yeah. the hype. It was the adrenaline of yeah. finishing. Yeah, like yeah. that's what was carrying me through. Because an hour later, I was not like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All blacks had just lost the world. Yeah. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world after yeah. that. Hey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Noise. So on reflection, boys, would you? Do you change anything? Oh, this question also applies to you, Mel. You boys first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you change anything? Um, I think definitely knowing where my drop bottles are would would have been a good start. <laughs> 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 like I really was making it out, and I was like, "Can I see a bottle here? Can I not? Okay, maybe I didn't drop it here, <laughs> kind of thing." Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw that you you'd written it on your wrist or something. Yeah. That's a genius mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I nah, definitely something like that. Um, apart from that, I thought the race went really well, like, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the next one, just, yeah, being comfortable and not having a pace group and just, yeah, running running at your own pace. Mm-hmm. In terms of training, probably because we're on the lower end of the mileage with so many Ks a week, maybe getting that up to a 100, mm-hmm. um, 100 plus. Yeah, I mean, I think how the race played out, I was overall pretty happy with i was there for sub three and that's pretty much what i got and i was stoked with it at the end of the day um i think probably marking my bottles to be a little bit more you know individual and have a little bit more personality (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think in terms of training i think probably a little bit of mileage would get me a long way Mm -hmm. um and you know, Mel's probably you, gonna. You got somewhere to be, bro. No, yeah. <laughs> he's a pharmacist. It's his medication it's reminders. Okay. Of all times. <laughs> it's closing time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> closing up shop. Sorry, soda. But no, in terms of in terms of training, I think um, Mel's pretty gonna say I told you so. But like weight training and strength training mm. um i think incorporating a little bit of that early on getting the legs nice and strong mm-hmm. just to withhold the amount of mileage that you're doing probably pays huge dividends mm-hmm. down the line so i think that's probably one thing i'd learned from it i guess yeah yeah i feel happy about how i executed the race because at the end of the day i think you can always think in your head you can run faster um and you wonder that but like mm. i know I emptied the tank like I know that I did but in terms of my training I wished that I could have gotten just more longer like six weeks to me is not really enough like 16 weeks or even for me probably 14 weeks would be perfect because um, I do tend to burn out a little bit when you're running higher mileage mm. um, yeah that would be nice but yeah that's kind of that, that's you can't control all the you know all the things so yeah Ooh, what event are you aiming for next? Either of you? What are you guys doing next? Um, so I, I, we're both doing um, 
Old Ghost Road next year. So cool. Yeah. Um, I'm taking three months off at the beginning of next year to walk the South Island portion of Te Arador. What? Oh, um, nice. So it's not a race, but I suspect no. that will be a lot of kind of trail, mm. you know, trail time and yeah. strengthening the legs and that kind of stuff. Dreamy. So, yeah. Mm. So that's wow. super, super excited for that. Hey? Okay. And then when's Old Ghost again? I'm sorry. February. February. Yeah. Okay, so you'll do that. Yeah. So Old Ghost and Feb, and I think we're keen to do um, Back Out Ultra in April. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited for that, to be honest. Is that the Riverhead one? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the Riverhead one. Yeah, yeah. Riverhead relapse. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Egg each other on to see how many <laughs> yeah. get out and yeah. squeeze out of each other. <laughs> that's what I'm keen for. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Awesome guys. Um, so as I, as I was saying, we during the intro, we we we're lucky as Northlanders to have quite a, quite a few speedy runners. So I've got a few results here. Uh, Richard Allison, I know he doesn't live in Wangare anymore, but he um, he's a former Hartia member. He ran a two forty nine fifty seven. Uh, we've got Fard who ran two fifty three thirteen. Mallory who ran two fifty three thirty three. Patrick Kalin. Uh, who's a beast? Uh, he ran a two fifty four twenty three. That was his it? first marathon. Ooh. Was that his first? Yeah, maple syrup shots. Gee, really? Hey. That's his gels. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good debut. Animal. Uh, we've got Sota two fifty nine oh eight. Karis Teo, uh, who we've previously had on the pod three oh seven thirty five. Tim Anderson three twelve forty seven. Chris Taylor three sixteen fifty two. Adrian Browers, who ran 3.39.18. Um, the significance of that is that he was first in his age group, which is the 70-plus group. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, good on him. Uh, Matt Chironi, I think he's a doctor at the hospital. Do you know him? Yeah. You do? Okay. 3.47.15. Um, Anna and Brent Markwick, who ran a 4.08. And then Arjun uh, Van Holst, um, your mate. Mallory, who ran 4.17. First marathon. First marathon? hmm Nice. Yeah. He had a hampered break, um, lead up to it as well, though. He injured his foot or something. Injury, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, in the half marathon, we had Sean Laidlaw, who ran a 1.28. Craig Russell, who ran 135. Uh, that but, boy? M- you. Me. I was there, too. Um, <laughs> 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 um, John Kent, who ran 1.46. You just uh, yeah, yourself. I'm going to skip over Kate, myself. No, this, mate, this podcast's not about me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please say your time. Oh, okay. Hayden Bell ran a 145. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Horry Elliott, who uh, ran 152. He's 16 years old. What? Uh, it's his first half marathon. Oh, okay. well, I think he's 16, yeah, something like that. Uh, Reese Jolly, who I went to high school with, 152. Uh, Ian Kleingelt ran 152. Judith Bradshaw, who is the New Zealand marathon holder, uh, marathon record holder for her age group, she ran it two hours. Um, and James Mackin, who ran 201. And then also at the 11K, uh, there was Diane Zacchetto, who ran a PB, in, who ran a 10K PB. Uh, Mark and Leah Callan, and also Maria Easterbrook. So it's a pretty popular event for everyone, eh? Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, thanks for your time today, um, yeah. Fard and Sota. Thanks for yeah. having us. It's been an absolute privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> on, on, on. Oh, well, I don't want to bring you down to it. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it.
here. <laughs> no, this this podcast, man, without without um others others willingness to come on it, it um it makes it actually really hard to put out content. So um no, it's pretty cool. So thanks guys. Do appreciate it. Thank you listeners for listening in. Thank you, show sponsor Trek Trail and Fish. Okay, Trek Trail and Fish, they are a tricky one to go into the store because I went there marathon week hoppy legs and what does des do but he convinces my father to purchase the normal shoes for me okay and i did not know how much they cost until i mentioned it to Dwayne. turns out they're very expensive shoes so thank you dad for the new shoes for christmas but i had no idea and i'm pretty stoked i'll be running them in kepler so keep an eye out for me in those shoes but des is um he's got great uh advice on shoes and then he always has really good Goose and nutrition in there too. So please do check out Track Challenge Fish. Please. Noise. Uh, so tell your mates about Run Adjacent. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Run Adjacent. Uh, your call to action this week is tell your mum about the podcast because I heard she's a gossip. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Till next time. Happy Run.